Hello and welcome, it's Kelly Jane McCann, professional organizer and clutter coach, and you are listening to Decluttered by Design, a podcast where I provide practical guidance to help you declutter your life with ease. Now, as a reminder, this is the second in a six-part mini-season where I am walking you through a process that will help you gain clarity around your vision and create consistency so you can more easily bring that vision to life. I call it the Viable Goal Framework. Viable is an acronym for the framework six elements. Vision, intention, awareness, belief, leniency, and energy. And together, they will help you bridge the gap between dreaming and doing. Each episode, I'm covering one of the elements. On the last episode, I shared about how having a clear vision is essential and how setting right-sized goals can increase your confidence, which will make reaching successive goals that much easier. I also shared why I think most people are setting the wrong goals. In my humble opinion, it is a must-listen-to episode before you set any goal. Now, this week, we're on to the I, which stands for intention. And I'm not talking about having good intentions. We all have good intentions, right? I'm doubting anyone wakes up and thinks, hmm, I'm going to be really bad today. I'm going to screw myself over. No, I am talking about something different. I'm talking about living with absolute intention. Intentional living is a way of being. I see it as your aboutness. That is, what are you about? That's what intentional living is. When you know what you're about, in other words, you have clarity around your vision and values, you are far better equipped to make deliberate choices. Now, if you aren't sure what your vision is or how to create one, reach out and let me know because I have a resource that will help you. So why is embracing intentional living important? Because in all we do, our results are directly impacted by whether our actions have been intentional, that is proactive, or reactive. Those are really the only two ways of being. We can be proactive, which means we're anticipating what will happen, and we're acting with deliberate intent to influence the outcome. Or we can be reactive. We're reactive when we allow our default behavior to take over and when we act without thinking through the consequences. Oftentimes, it's a kind of habituated behavior, a this is what I do when. For example, when I wake up, I grab my phone and scan my email. Or when I watch TV, I have a snack. It can also be the way we reflexively respond to an external prompt. For example, When my kids don't put their shoes away, I yell at them. Or when someone cuts me off in traffic, I lay on the horn. Now, reactive behavior doesn't necessarily have to have those kinds of negative consequences. Sometimes there can even be good good outcomes, like when the reaction is tied to a supportive habit. For example, brushing your teeth before bed, or buckling your seatbelt as soon as you get into the car. So yeah, you might be wondering, well, if there's some good outcomes, why is it so bad? Well, the real problem is that when we're reactionary, it simply reinforces the status quo. And since you are here listening, 
I am somehow doubting that you are satisfied completely with the status quo. You want more. Am I right? You want more satisfaction, more peace, more of everything bright and beautiful. At least I know I do. And I know that if I want to have that, I need to understand that autopilot is the enemy. If we're not paying attention, that is being intentional, our default behavior has full control. And if we're trying to change our circumstances, default behavior will keep us anchored to that status quo. So how can we shift things? Well, being intentional is the obvious answer. Of course, if you've been living by default, it's going to take some practice, but that's okay. That's actually how everything is. If we haven't been doing it, we're going to have to practice. And the very good news is that we get better and better at the things we practice. And it's in that practice that we build consistency and consistent action is what helps us reach our goals and brings our visions into reality. So let's talk about how we can practice becoming intentional so that we can see some real results. I am a fan of specificity. And that is a very important part of living an intentional life. Here's what I mean. Let's say you have a goal to declutter your home. And let's say you decide that you're going to spend 15 minutes decluttering. Well, Personally, I believe that anybody can do something for 15 minutes, but I also know that without a clear directive, even when you commit to just a small block of time, you can easily get stuck in decision paralysis. Not knowing exactly what to do causes overwhelm, so it would be very easy to spin your wheels for that full 15 minutes that you had decided to dedicate to decluttering. So instead of saying, I will spend 15 minutes decluttering, you would say, I will do X. So X could be any number of things, but let me give you an example. Let's say I will spend 15 minutes decluttering and I will empty my purse. I will get rid of all the non-essentials and I will reorganize it. Or it could be, I will spend 15 minutes decluttering, which means I'm going to go through my magazines and recycle everything I've read. What we're changing here is the specificity of the action. Now there's a clear, concrete, and measurable goal. Now, working for 15 minutes is definitely concrete and measurable, but the clarity can get lost if you don't know what to do or where to focus. So by starting with a specific intention, you can get into action immediately and you can see some real progress. Does that make sense? So one of the ways that we can live an intentional life is by being very specific about how we are going to spend our time. You can also practice intention through pattern interruption. Let's say you have an ambition to start walking after work, but by the time you think of it, you're already into your current routine of watching the evening news. So how can you intentionally break that default behavior? Well, right there in that moment, as soon as you think to yourself, oh gosh, I should have gone out and I should have gone for a walk. You can turn off that TV, you can put on your sneakers and you can head out. Yes, you can. The only one stopping you is you. Now, I know how challenging that is. And I know how easy it is to take the path of least resistance and tell yourself that you will start that new habit tomorrow. So let's assume you do that. Let's be realistic. Let's say you decide tomorrow I really will start. 
Well, how are you going to make sure that happens? So what you can do in that moment, you're thinking about it saying, ah, tomorrow I'm going to start this. You can create a fail-proof trigger. You can grab your sneakers. You can put them in front of the TV. You can take a post-it and you can stick it on the TV with walk written on it. You can start being intentional right now. It's a baby step in the right direction. What you're doing is you're priming the intentional living pump. You're signaling to yourself that you are an intentional person. And that's where intentional living starts. It's in those small, deliberate, thoughtful actions that we take bit by bit. They build into an intentional life. And before you know it, you're doing more than you ever imagined. Something that I like to do is to set a micro intention at the beginning of each day, something that I can realistically accomplish, something that's definitely in my power and something that will take me closer to the vision that I have for my overall life. For example, um, part of my vision is feel, to feel connected to my community. So my micro intention might be to connect with someone new that day. And remember, it's a micro intention. So this could be that I am chatting it up with somebody at the co-op as I'm checking out, or that I'm saying hello to a neighbor who might be working in their yard. See, it's a very small action, but it's something that will take me closer to my overall vision. Sometimes my micro intention is to break up my routine so that I add a little bit of excitement to my life. Um, and as silly as this might sound, that micro intention might be that I swap out my regular latte for an iced coffee and sit on my porch and just start my day with nature and a cool drink. So it's just, just breaking things up a little bit. And that adds a little bit of excitement for me. So I want to challenge you to set a micro intention for the next seven days and see what happens. Look at it as an experiment and don't be surprised if you see yourself becoming more intentional in other ways. This is where it all starts. Those micro intentions snowball and pretty soon you are living that intentional life and you are creating change. Now, I'd love to know what you think about this. You can find me everywhere at Organizing Maven. So do not hesitate to provide some feedback. And if you take me up on that challenge, let me know how it works out for you.